Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of TNT Talk. We'd like to call this the T Dog edition, which is perfect because it's another T. T and T and T. So, yeah. <laughs> Tamish recently had the opportunity to speak with Irony e. Singleton, who played T Dog on The Walking Dead. And, you know, he was definitely a fan favorite, wouldn't you say, Tamish? I would. I would say not only was he a fan favorite, he, we were very sad to see him go. He made it three seasons. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he was. And well, here's the here's a question for you. Um, we definitely want to get to the interview and let you hear what they talked about. But I'm, I want to ask you, Tamish, what do you think made him so likable? So I have to tell you all. You all, the listeners, and Tracy, that we have both had the opportunity to meet Iron E. And the interesting thing was the same type of kindness that he showed to his fellow uh, zombie apocalypse individuals, even though he was playing an act, you know, a character, mm -hmm. T Dog, on the show. It's the same type of personality that he has in real life. And I think that fans uh, got to see that when they started coming to the different conventions and, and said, oh, well, let me go in this line and see T-Dog. And what they realized was that T-Dog and Iron E have very similar personalities that draw you in and just kind of want to sit down with you, have a cup of coffee, you know, mm -hmm. and just want to hang out. Okay. So just very relatable kind of person that you're th saying T-Dog was a character who you could just sit and talk with and... It laid back. Kind yes, of thing. yes. Okay. You know what? T even when T Dog cut, cut his arm, remember that, and he yep. needed those antibiotics. Mm -hmm. He was still real chill and laid back, even when he put that <laughs> cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. He was. And um, as far as how I'd answer that question, because we always quiz each other and to get always. each other's responses. Um, I think just because he would always tell it like it is, like he just you were going to get the truth from him. I think he was, you know. I think T-Dog was an honest person, the character, um, and he just wouldn't put on airs or try nope. to sugarcoat. He was kind, but he would just tell it like it is. And I think you um, you could see that in a lot of his conversations. And so I, I just thought that was really cool. Um, just tell it like I mean, it is. What's the biggest? What's the biggest kindness that you could do but give your life for somebody else? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Absolutely. The, the ultimate sacrifice there. So what's one of your favorite moments of T-Dog on The Walking Dead? Does something stand out to you? Yes. <laughs> when he lost that key with Merle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Because my first instinct was I, I wouldn't have gone back to look for it, first of all. He, uh -huh. he tried. He really <laughs> tried. But I would have been like, after everything you did and said to me. Mm-hmm. But you could tell that he really tried, but that, that was one of my favorite moments. I almost, like, felt my stomach drop during that scene. It was just When like, he lost that yeah, scene? You could kind of see it coming. It was Even though it wasn't in slow motion, it almost felt like it was oh. in slow motion. And you're like, no, no, no. Uh, you know, and, and we've all done things, maybe not that severe, but we've all done things where, like, you almost see it coming and, you know. It does happen and you drop something or bump into something. You can do. Yeah. And it was just, it stressed me out. I, you know, I was like, what do you do now? 
Um, so and remember, at that point, what season was that, Tracy? That was season one. Exactly. So we had think we're in season eight now. So <laughs> yeah. we were getting stressed out right at the beginning. I know. I know. Absolutely. So, well, for me, I think um, one of my favorite things is actually sort of a series of conversations that he had with Dale throughout. Oh, yeah. Um, especially in season two, because they were together a lot after he got cut um, right. on the arm. And they stayed back while a lot of people went out in the woods looking for Sophia. And they just sort of had some interesting conversations and kind of bonded. And then when he was like getting an infection um, and having a fever, he had been saying some, having these kind of wild theories about, um, about maybe, you know, being a victim of all this or that people weren't treating Dale and and T-Dog fairly. And he was just, it was just very illustrious going on and on and on. And once he got the fever down, he asked Dale on the farm, he's like, could you just not say, you know, what we talked about? Just don't repeat that to anybody. And Dale, I remember that. Yeah. Dale was so sweet. He's just like, what? I couldn't get you to talk at all, you know? And so just clearly let him know that that was between them. And I just think they were good friends to each other. So I just, I enjoyed that whole series of moments between the two of them. With T-Dog. T-Dog. And, and I mean, do you think there's anybody out there that doesn't know what the T stands for? Yes. Do you want to reveal it? Nope. That's a trivia question. Oh, if you okay. can answer that, you get some fan art. Oh, but okay. you have to answer it within 24 hours of this post, and then we're okay. gonna go with the first with the first response. So more people might get it right, but yeah, it's whoever posts first. Uh, do you have to do first and last name, or just first? No, you have to do first and last name. First and last. Where does T Dog come from? The name. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I think we should just get right on into the interview and see what the man himself had to say. The man, irony known as (laughs) T-Dog. Well, we hope you enjoy it, and uh, we'll be back for some more TNT talk after next week's 100th episode. Ooh, I can't wait. Ooh. (laughs) I'm telling you now, Tracy. I know. I'm, I'm super excited. And we won't be podcasting right after, so don't look for us then, but we will be getting something out in the next week with our opinions and questions and explosive moments because i'm sure there's gonna be some i'm sure of it i can feel it not ready tracy yes i am i'm ready all right we'll sign off and enjoy a conversation with irony singleton Hello, Tracy, Tamika, and Tanya. How are you all? Hi, you're good. Hello. 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 Hey. Hey. You said my name like we've met before. We have. Have we met before? Yes, we have. We have. And in fact, what? we've met a couple times at uh, the Walker Soccer in Atlanta. This is Tamish. Oh, Tamish? Yes. And if you, um, I'll make sure I introduce myself again to you at Walker Soccer Atlanta. But yes, we've met on a couple of occasions. And you said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was the way you said my name because sometimes they say they say iron, they say irony, oh, they my. say iron, they leave off the e, <laughs> and you just said it like you had said it a few times. I was like, I think she, we know each other. 
<laughs> but good to hear from you. I was going to say, Ivy, it's actually uh, me and uh, Sonia that are on the call today. Tracy actually was not able to join us, but she wanted me to make sure I said, hey, and Sonia, hello. hello. Hi. Hello, I said hi. Hi. Is Tanya with a T or Sonia with an S? With an S, Sonia. Sonia, Sonia, got you. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> We want to say thank you. We just want to say thank you so much for at least giving us these few minutes just to uh, speak with you today. So we did want to make sure that we put that out there before we just start bombarding you with questions. Well, you're so sweet to say that, and I I appreciate you, too. I appreciate your time. Thank you. So we wanted to, uh, first of all, welcome you uh, to uh, what's called the TNT uh, Talk Podcast, and TNT stands for Tamisha Tracy. And we call all things Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and more. And we are a proud partner with uh, so many shows, uh, .com. But today, mm-hmm. because we were not able to have um, the other half of T on here, Sonia has graciously agreed to be a co-host with me today. Yep, T&S. I'm filling in. TNS for the day, right? Yep. Yes. And so we just have a couple of questions for you today, Iron E, if that's okay. Of course, yes. I like questions. <laughs> and we like answers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can answer them. Um, so I'll start out um, ironing. So you know it's the 100th episode of The Walking Dead that's coming up um, this Sunday on AMC. And I wanted to know, if you were still on The Walking Dead, would you be hashtag Team Rick, hashtag Team Negan, or hashtag Team King Ezekiel with the tiger and Jerry, of course. You can't leave them out. <laughs> I, I didn't, that second one, I didn't even hear that. Or maybe I just subconsciously didn't even take into consideration when you said Team Negan. <laughs> That's not even in the discussion. Um, now, had you said Team Jeffrey Dean Morgan, that would be different because he's a really good guy. And I admire him a lot. But Negan, uh-uh. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> it, it boils down to Rick and Ezekiel. I'm going to have to go with Rick because Rick is a part of the original group. That's who T-Dog started with. That's who T-Dog is, is most familiar with. That's who T-Dog trusts um, the the most. He doesn't know anybody else, even though I like Ezekiel. Um, King Ezekiel and uh, Sheba and Jerry, I like all of them. But um, but yeah, I, I would have to stick with Rick. Okay. And Kari, I like Kari too. Kari Payton is a person I admire. Ah, science. T Dog was <laughs> such a fan favorite character. Like, did you ever think that people would embrace that character as much as they did? Nope. <laughs> because, you know what? I'll tell you why. Because uh, T-Dog was supposed to die in uh, either episode uh, three or episode four of season one. Wow. So I thought that T-Dog would be there one moment and gone the next. And plus, I saw the headlines before we uh, started shooting because they knew it was an adaptation of the comics. And they were like, who is this T-Dog character? Is he supposed to be like the, the Tyrese of the television show? Who is this big head? This is not Tyrese. This better not be Tyrese. 
So, you know, people had those negative comments to say about T-Dog, and I was like, well, of, of course, he's he may not be as embraced as uh, as Tyrese, but moving moving right along, moving into to season two, and Frank Darabont and I we were sitting on the roadway, um, and he was telling me that I should have been dead a long time ago, T-Dog that is, but he just couldn't find a way to kill me because I've been doing such a fantastic job, and I was yes, yes. really, yeah, I felt good to hear that. Yes, and the fans that. jumped on board, and the fans just started loving T-Dog and embracing T-Dog, and I was like, wow, amazing, this is special. He was wow. a very special character because of what you brought to him, and even now, yeah. even though T-Dog is gone, you're still, you're part of the canon, and we love you. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you, I love you. Yep. She's right though. She's right though, and you have the spirit that goes along with that uh, with the T Dog character. In my opinion, I think that you you kind of embody that just that gentle spirit, that gentle soul, right there. Oh. You two are so sweet for saying. Go page off, say this stuff. <laughs> Who's writing your check? A M C tell you to say this stuff. <laughs> no, but when you you know you get badly put out. I always believe uh, that whatever you put out, you will get it back, and that's what you're getting back from your fans. So that, you thank you so much, dear. I love you, ladies too, and and that's my philosophy as well. You know, it's all it's all about karma with me, and uh, I, I truly believe because I've I've been affected throughout my life by that karma. Um, when I when I wasn't doing the right things, um, a lot of the time, then it, it came back to me, and that's how I was able to learn. You know. Wow. Thank you. Now, I was going to say, Irony, actually, you gave a great segue right there into uh, getting us into talking to us about this exciting Kickstarter campaign that you have coming up about a show called Blindsided by the Walking Dead. And I just, I have to believe that I really love the title. Tanya, what did you think of the title? It's great. Oh, well, yeah, it, um, it, it's based on my life story. I use my, my two biggest projects, the biggest sports movie ever on the blind side and the biggest television show on basic cable history. I think it's still at the top of the list in The Walking Dead. And so uh, I put those two together to, to come up with, with the title of my life story. It's, uh, it's uh, my autobiography. It's based on my book, Blindsided by The Walking Dead. And it's an abridged version that I, that I tell on the stage in an hour, 45 minutes. And I talk about my time of growing up in the inner city of Atlanta and um, dealing with um, verbal and physical abuse at the hands of the woman I love most, my mom, and um, losing her at the age of 18 uh, from HIV complications. She was addicted to – she was an alcoholic and addicted to crack and uh, having my brother – to enter into the uh, penal system and uh, at the age of 14 for the first time and 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 has been in and out for the last couple of decades plus. But he's been out for maybe the last year, year and a half. So he's doing well on that end. Normally he's um, back in there. You know, he's in and out more frequently than that. But he's been kind of clean for the last uh, year and a half, uh, so to speak. Uh, I started, I sold drugs. I, I ran the streets. I, I, I carried a pistol. I had my, uh, my, my, I, I fought, you know, um, and the, just that whole life, what it entails. If you have watched Menace to Society or Boys yes. in the Hood, um, yes. yeah, so I lived that life, the Southern version. I lost many friends from, um, senseless violence, 
um, you know, they uh, have had a few of them to get shot and killed and lost family members the same way and also lost other friends and family members from HIV complications as well. And uh, through God's grace, I made it out of there, and I ended up at the University of Georgia. I went to Kentucky State my first year. I had to transfer into Georgia because my grades were not good enough, and and so I had to go hit the books hard. That was my first time away from home. I had to learn stuff that I should have learned in elementary school and high school, so I took some remedial courses and got my GPA up to a 3.8 and transferred to the University of Georgia where I studied theater. I was a theater major and also a speech communications major, and I played football there. I graduated. Ended up in Atlanta doing low-budget to no-budget movies and um, community theater. Moved out to L.A. For, for a spell and came back to Atlanta because that's where God wanted me to be. Now, I'll tell, I'm going to sum it up really quickly and say this because um, for 10 years, God was telling me to tell my story. See, I couldn't get an agent after I graduated from college. I thought I would get an agent. I thought it would blow up and everything would just happen immediately. It didn't happen that okay. way. So for 10 years, I was trying to get an agent, and nobody would accept me. They wouldn't accept me. And God was like, tell your story. I didn't I didn't take you through what I, what I took you through for you to, you know, not tell them because uh, you would do humanity and injustice. And when I finally decided to tell my story, uh, weeks after that, I got a call from an agency out of Atlanta, Howard Talent. And, uh, wow. And, uh, yeah, they said they want to present me. And then weeks later, I ended up auditioning for the blind side, and the rest of the history it just happened just like that. As soon as I decided to listen and obey, then things started to fall into place. And wow. I tell that story in an hour, 45 minutes on stage through dance, rap, um, dra- drama, stand-up comedy, spoken word. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Okay, and so, Irony, what do you hope to accomplish with this Kickstarter uh, campaign? I I did see uh, with the Kickstarter campaign that it's, it's you got a pretty big window in there for $96,000. Am I right or am I wrong about that number? I just Yes, that sounds right. That sounds right. My manager going back and forth because we were trying to work the numbers in for um, our marketing push and other things. So I, I have not uh, dealt, you know, with the numbers up close and personal, but that's that that sounds about right there. Um, we're, we're, it's, it's going to be my website, that, that number that we have to hit. Uh, meeting people at the convention, you see when people come out to the convention, they, 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 they want to know about the show and they want to see the show. And we want the world to see the show because it would, it would help with the betterment of, uh, of our society. Given all the devastation that we're dealing with today, I felt a certain way. I was like, yeah, why am I having a Kickstarter? I've never done a Kickstarter campaign. I've contributed to many Kickstarter campaigns, but I've never done one. And I was like, now, I was like, yeah, we've got the fire situation in California. We've got, um, Harvey and, you know, I contributed to many of those causes too. We've got Harvey, Irma, Maria devastating our Southeast region, our Caribbean islands, earthquake in Mexico, Las Vegas massacre. I said, I just, uh, likely continue natural disasters because it has been like that. And my manager convinced me that, well, that's why the world needs to hear this more than ever because this will restore compassion. It will restore love and humanity back into our world, into our society. We need it more than ever, and that's what this show does, and that's what we want to accomplish. Um, We're taking it to the people saying, you know, if you want change, positive change the way we want it in the world, then be a part of this Kickstarter. That way you can go to sleep at night and you can say, 
man, I feel like I'm doing something positive. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm helping the world because I know, I feel like we all have that feeling sometimes. I'm, I'm constantly like, I can do more. What more can I do? I want to do more. And at the end of the day, when I conclude it, it's like, this show is more. This show is everything. This is, I've done the walking down the blind side, but this project is the most important thing in my life and, and possibly uh, most important thing that I will probably do in my life. As far as the art okay. substance. Okay. Sonia, did you have yeah. any final questions for Iron E? Wow, you kind of summed that up right there. <laughs> <laughs> I took a while. Sorry. It's a lot to talk. I don't have any more questions, but I just want to say I think you're so right, and I think your show is so important because we need that reminder to people that you have to be real, that that is what matters. That's how people connect in this digital world where there's so many yep. fake things. We need that reality. We need to connect on a personal level. So we're really hoping that this Kickstarter is going to work for you because we want to see this yes. show happen. Yes. Mm. And I, you have no idea. You have a lot of people that are going to be behind you on this. But I know you have a, 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 a very busy schedule today. But I just wanted to say on behalf of the TNT Talk podcast, myself, Sonya, thank you so much for just taking the time today to speak with us. And I know for myself, I look forward to saying hi to you at Walker Stalker um, in Atlanta and letting you know again, this is Tanish. Hello. And I wanted to also <laughs> let you know that you have a very welcoming spirit. So thank you. Yes, thank uh, you. Thank you. So I appreciate you, and I look forward to meeting you there. And, Sonia, are you going to be there as well? I am. I'm going to be there too. Okay. Well, hopefully I'll get to meet you also. And hopefully, I guess maybe Tracy will be there. Yes, yes, we're, yes, yes. Oh, cool. Well, I, I hope I hope to meet the the trio of you then. And, <laughs> and I love the TNT. And again, I love you, ladies. And that's what it's all about: us loving each other. Because it doesn't cost a thing for us to love each other and respect each other and be kind to one another. And that's what that show is all about. And I appreciate you, and I wish you all the best. I hope. I'll see you in a week or two, week and a half. I guess. All right. Thank you, Thank you. TNT Talk.